Are you sure you want more? You've been warned. Welcome back to the Michael Zabala Show. All right, you've seen him in, uh, what, what movie was he in? He was Groundhog in Day Groundhog with Bill Day with Murray. Bill Murray. Uh, he was also in uh, a lot of, he's pretty much in every single movie that comes out. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Steven Tobolowski is, is on the show. Steven? Yes. Hey, how are you? I am doing great. Great. We're glad to have you. I, it's been like three weeks we've been trying to get you, and, and something's either wrong on our side or, or something. It's usually our side, actually. Yeah, actually usually it's it messed is. up. Yeah. We apologize yeah. for that. But, but we're, we're here, and we're happy. This That's is, right. Yeah, exactly. That's right. We finally fixed it, and we're here. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> All right, so you've got a uh, – you've been in basically everything. I'm looking you up here on Internet Movie Database, and you're in basically I, every I, single movie except for Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, I, and, and I was in that, but they cut me out of it completely. <laughs> Oh well, that's that's a shame. But you got you you're in every other movie, <laughs> every other movie. You know, it's 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 so much better than the alternative of you know having to work at the Whopper Burger. But <laughs> I've been very very lucky, you know, in that I've been able to play the lawyer and the criminal. I've been able to play the doctor and the patient, so they're able to stick me in a lot of places. Yeah, you've got a very uh, a versatile uh, characters that you can play, and so you, they, I guess they put you in just about everything. All right, we Steven. hope so. We hope so. Steven, I have a question. Yes, uh, sir. Whenever people are like looking, or whenever you tell people your name, or whenever your names talk about in the media, it's inevitable that the Groundhog Day movie will come up. Ned Ryerson, great character. Yeah. Does, yeah. Do, does that just kind of uh, follow you around like uh, kind of like a sore thumb? Not like a sore thumb. It's like a little blessing in a cloud. You know, I had two guys from the BBC, you know, that's across the big pond over in London. <laughs> and they came over, and Ned was voted as one of the favorite characters in cinema. Yeah, I read about that. in London, and they came over, and they wanted to do an interview with me for last Christmas as they were assembling our 50 favorite characters. So, you know, Ned, Ned is a blessing in a way. People, people love Ned, and it, it was a great movie. You know, wow. if... if Ned, if Groundhog Day was a lousy movie, uh, then it would be like a sore thumb, but it was like a good movie. Well, uh, whenever I say a sore thumb, I mean, you know, I was just wondering, because uh, I know for me, if I had done a movie, wow, it's been like how many years ago now, and I had a character follow along, I would actually, in like in time, I would get kind of, uh, kind of sick and want to move on with new movies. Well, the serious side to your question is this, is that in Hollywood, you know, there's an enormous effort to pigeonhole people in certain kinds of roles. Uh, the, the first big role I did was in Mississippi Burning with Alan Parker, I where I played that. the head of the Ku Klux Klan, <laughs> which is kind of a serious part. Right. But what right. happened was nobody knew what the movie was about when they heard I was cast in it, and uh, nobody knew what my part was. So when I was cast in Mississippi Burning... I actually got cast in five other movies at the same time because people thought, hey, this guy's working with Alan Parker. Let's get him. And yeah. I ended up doing uh, a drama, an action movie, a comedy. Nobody could typecast me, and I actually had the people on the comedy say, if we had known the movie you were in was Mississippi Burning and you were playing the head of the Ku Klux Klan, we never would have even auditioned you for this part. Yeah. So, you, you know, that... After Ned came out, basically all I could do for a while was zany comic parts. You know, they, that was, and then was the sore thumb theorem. You know, Ned was following me around like a sore thumb. But then I tried to do a lot of little weird independent movies, which kind of led to Memento. 
mm-hmm. which was a big, weird, independent film. And that was such a kind of dramatic turn. That film, I played Sammy Jenkins in that, the guy with amnesia, uh, that, that's kind of recurrent through the movie, that I was able to play dramatic roles again. Well, mm-hmm. I guess you got to count your blessings and, and, and you know, think, uh, I mean, be glad that you're not somebody like Adam West, who's typecast as Batman for the rest of his career. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a good, you know, I was, I, I just went to uh, SMU in Dallas, Texas, and talked to their acting classes, and I fielded questions, and one of the questions one of the freshmen asked me was this. He said, what happens if you're the star of a hit series, but you're afraid that that series is going to hurt your career and you want to get out of it, how would you break your contract? And, and I, I mean, I was dumbfounded by the question. I said, if you're the star of a hit series, that is your career. Yeah. Right. You know, you don't want to break your contract. You know, Adam West, you know, bless his lucky stars he was batman he'll always be batman and and in a way that was his career right well uh moving on to uh some of the newer projects that you're working on uh i i've been hearing all this hype about the steven tobolowski's birthday party movie and oh yeah uh, i've heard that it's really good i've read um, a lot of reviews about it and it's coming out uh when is the, the dvd release of it isn't it May thirtieth? Uh, the DVD release is Tuesday, May thirtieth. And I heard that's also oh. your birthday too. It is also my birthday. Oh, well, happy, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. Right. It, What's this movie about for people who don't know? The people who don't know is that uh, I was drunk in my kitchen like 15 years ago, <laughs> like telling true stories about my life, and the cinematographer was there named Robert Brinkman. He said, "You know, this is so entertaining." What if we just put a camera on you and you talked to the camera and told these stories? And I thought, well, that just sounds weird. And we mm-hmm. never did it until a couple years ago. We actually had a couple months off and we set the camera up and the movie starts at dawn and goes to midnight. And I talk nonstop to the camera <laughs> telling true stories from my life. And as it turned out, I mean, we, we did this movie on our own dime, you know, we just paid for it ourselves. We had no expectations. Right. But HBO ended up seeing it. And they said, this thing is hilarious. Can you premiere it at the comedy festival in Aspen? So we did that. And since then, it's been getting great reviews. And in the last year, we've kind of been all over the world. I think two weeks ago, we finished uh, airing it in Spanish in Buenos Aires. Wow. <laughs> but it's been in London, Montreal, New York, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Dallas, Houston, Austin. It's been all over the place. And so now what we're doing is while we're talking to distributors who want to actually put it in the malls, uh, we are selling the DVD now since it's been in all these cities and people keep asking us, how can we get this movie? Mm-hmm. So what this movie really is, is me telling absolutely true stories from my life. Now, Robert Brinkman, the director, wanted movie stories, and I kind of think movie stories aren't as interesting as people may think they are, but there are movie stories in there. Mm-hmm. But I have real stories from my life, like when I was held hostage at gunpoint in the grocery store in Dallas, Texas, wow, and I got that. out That's of it. That's probably an Oak Cliff right there. 
Well, actually, it was right by SMU Snyder Plaza. Oh, okay, that's okay. not. I, you wouldn't expect to get held up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. I, I was. Uh, somebody put uh, LSD in my coffee Christmas Eve. <laughs> what happened uh, the day I found out I was going to be a father? I was kidnapped by monks in Thailand and beaten with sticks. <laughs> what happened with me there? That's uh, awesome. When I, when I had to do, I was in a rock and roll band, and they wanted me to do the drug deal. And what happened? Uh, it also includes um, uh, my date with a stripper. Wow. It, it has. <laughs> But but it is uh, a family friendly kind of film, if you could believe. I don't swear in it or anything. It's my 11 year old saw it and thought it was hilarious. And also, you know, teenagers see it and like it. Old people see it and like it. It's like everywhere we go and show this movie, people seem to really enjoy it. Okay, so it comes out uh, uh, May 30th this May Tuesday. 30th, you can actually, you can actually get it on DVD now because Amazon, oh, let's open that bottle of champagne. <laughs> Amazon has just picked us up. So you could go to Amazon.com and wow. order Stephen Tobolowsky's birthday party. And uh, we also have our own little website where we sell it called birthdaypartymovie.com. 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 Okay. And it'll take you to the website where you can see all the reviews, what it's about, audio clips from it. And if you feel so inclined, you can order one. Cool. I'm going to have to look Sweet. into that. I have a question to ask you because I'm, I'm looking at yep. your internet movie database right now. And it said that you turned down the role of Al on Home Improvement. Well, it's, it's, there's more to that than meets the eye. Okay, because I was going to say, is, is that just something you're just going to hit your head over? You, know, you no, hit yourself no, no. over that or what? No, no, no. Uh, in fact, I was dissed on Hollywood's True Hollywood Story the other night by Tim Allen. And I was watching, uh, you know, True Hollywood Story Home Improvements, and they were dissing me. But the true <laughs> story behind that is that they wanted me to play Al. My wife was pregnant with our first child, and this was the deal they came with. I was working at the time on the movie Single White Female. And they said, well, we don't know when we're going to shoot this home improvement show. It may be a mid-season replacement, which means we'll shoot it in three months. Or it may be for next year, which means we'll shoot it in nine months. My contract was they were going to pay me $16,000 to do the pilot. And wow. then if it got picked up, they'd pay me $16,000 a show, which is great. But the problem was... They had a clause in there that says I could not work on anything else until they determined what was going to happen with the show. Wow. And I said, well, if the show doesn't get shot for nine months, my wife's pregnant with our first child. I'm not going to be able to live for an entire almost a year on $16,000. Can you at least remove the clause yeah. and say that I could work on other projects? And they said no. No, you're frozen. You're ours for the next nine months or whatever if you sign the contract. I said, I can't do it then. I cannot do it. I wish I can do it. Now, in the meantime, I've seen Richard Karn on many occasions, and he hugs me, says, buddy, are you mad at me for taking the part of being on Home Improvements? And I said, Richard, no, because I was not in Home Improvement. I was able to have my career and do Groundhog's Day and Sneakers That's right. That's and right. Garfield. If you took that job, you would be doing Family Feud right now. And who wants to do Family Feud? <laughs> well, Family Feud could be looking pretty good. <laughs> if, it's, 
if things slow down for me. But but you're right. I would I would have I would have ended up on home improvement. I would have been a millionaire, right. and that would have been my career. That would have been it, and it would have been great. But and I love that group of people. I went to school with Pat Richardson on wow. that show. It would have been fun to do that show, but. I ended up doing all these movies and other projects, which I'm really glad I did. Cool. Well, speaking speaking of uh, gambling on a uh, on a role, we uh, Michael Zavala and I a couple of years ago came up with a character uh, that he played, Mahub the rapper, a dyslexic meter Arab reader, meter reader, who Ooh. is trying to break into uh, a rap career, and we came up with a movie, a spoof on Eight Mile called Eight Meters. Where he uh, reads a, uh, he lives with his grandma Ruka and so forth. He uh... it, it, basically he it, he works with the meter business and somehow something comes up where he by the end of the movie he turns rapper and he, but because his career as a, as a dyslexic meter reader doesn't work out. Does that have something as an independent film guy and an actor in Hollywood? Does that have some uh, spark some interest anywhere? Do you think we can take off with that idea? <laughs> I think you could you could take off with that idea, but you have to take off quickly, because when you have an idea which is tied to a current trend, right. i.e., rapping, right, you have to assume that that rapping is going to be around in another two years or so, right, when right. The film gets off the ground, and another four years before it gets released. Oh, this know. is always oh, the problem true. when you tie a film to a current musical style. Or, or something. Remember, you know, r- rapping. Uh, I don't. I don't know what its future is going to be. I right. mean, it, it may may have a long and illustrious future, and and you have just as so long as you don't make fun of the Prophet Muhammad in there. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Thing, but you don't want to be a target of uh, fatwa. Right. 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 We don't want to be another life. South Park or something where they. Just, no. No. Yeah. But but you know, I would get on that. I get on it right away. Well, thanks, Stephen. Uh, your movie comes out uh, May thirtieth, uh, two thousand six. You can check it out at uh, what is it? What's your web address? Birthdaypartymovie.com. Birthdaypartymovie.com and uh, or Amazon.com. Or yeah, that's right. You can get it right now at Amazon.com. Stephen, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate. And thanks it. for My your pleasure. words of wisdom Hi. about that. Yeah, we will take your advice on that. And and uh, next time in Hollywood, I'll look you up. Good luck on the. Uh, on the rapper thing. <laughs> All right. I don't Thank know if we're really going to do it, but we'll see. Thanks. Thank you very much. Okay, man. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. It's a nice guy. Yeah. Nice guy. He talks, he talks a lot. That's good. That's better yeah, than the that's guy good. from last yeah, week. Yeah, a lot better than the other previous. <laughs> okay, wait, you building a statue of Barney? Yep. So you're building an ark? Yes. <laughs> oh, that was two weeks ago. Johan Weavers. Yeah. Johan. It wasn't even Hubers or Weavers. It was like... Uh, or something like that. You were wrong. All right. Uh, do we have time to do celebrity news? Um, How many minutes are we in? We have exactly two minutes left. All right. I, I would Can you do, do celebrity, celebrity news? news? I would do something else. Let's see. Oh, man. This is the longest show in the what world. What about the MySpace stalkers? You have anything oh, yeah. Uh, this week, um, I don't know if it's just in Dallas or if this is a national news story but they're trying to uh some some organizations are trying to get uh this internet security place to crack down on myspace because it's so easy to find um underage girls and underage guys on there and they're trying to track you know stop all this stuff which it's so easy to find somebody on myspace like dub and i just this past week found somebody in the newspaper and tried to get them on the show it took us what 
two 20, seconds. Yeah, <laughs> to find out who they were, where just they were. Just a simple Google def- search. Yeah, uh, and just a couple phone calls, uh, Google search, and we found their home phone number, which they have now disconnected. Yeah. <laughs> but um, not because of us. <laughs> not because of us, though. Well, we did call t- two times, <laughs> but they disconnected uh, <laughs> You'd like to think it wasn't because of you. Right. Yeah. Well, Lindsay Lohan changed her number probably because of me, too. Um, but anyway, so it, which MySpace hasn't helped anybody. Speaking of which, you can go to our MySpace profile. Sure, just plug it uh, in. Right MySpace.com backslash DI Radio Network. That Michael Zavala did not uh, approve of. No. And actually, Michael Zavala is the only one out of uh, all of us on the show who does not have a MySpace. <laughs> that, well, I despise MySpace, Xanga, and everything of that nature as well. Uh, Paul's just waved his hand said he didn't have MySpace either. So, CW, looks like... Um, well, I'm the only one in the room, but whenever James comes back, since he's like... He does play Him and MySpace I are like fifty percent each of the show. Yeah. Michael does nothing. Yeah. So it really doesn't. Matter. <laughs> That's right. All right. We're. It's, I believe it's time for a break. Oh, hold on. What's coming up next? Celebrity oh, news yes. is coming up next. Mm-hmm. Tacos come? have been banned in Nepal. Britney really? Spears. Is that true? No. Oh, okay. Britney Spears is coming. But it might. Uh, Britney Spears coming on next. That's huge. Yeah, and then that's we're talking to the thing. official show critic. We'll call her on the air here. We're already, we're supposed to do this. Uh, by the way, if you want to join the show, you got something interesting to say, call us up at 214-DIR-4665. That's 214-DIR-4665. All right, we'll be right back here on the Michael Zavala Show. The Michael Zavala Show. More Michael Zavala coming up next. 